0: Welcome to the Andrew Oman Show. My name is Andrew. If this is your first time listening, hey, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. I think I think you'll like what this show is all about. We're just having conversations. Uh, sometimes about current topics. Sometimes things about leadership, faith, uh, school, uh, habits, uh, productivity, and we've had other ones more on the political side of things. So I think I think you'll like it. So thanks again for tuning in, man. This episode, I hope. I hope what the heck am I saying? I herp. I hope, I hope you read the label because trigger warning, this might offend you. I'm gonna just tell you right now, if you don't feel up for it, that's totally cool. Take a deep breath, come back to it. If you feel up for it, I, I encourage you to listen to the entire thing. Listen to the entire thing because we're going to talk about some things that might... You know, it might trigger some people. You might disagree with me. You might not like me, or you might totally agree with me. It, to- it just depends. But since we live in a um, a world of, of um, you know, political correctness, and we live in a world where we can just apparently cancel anybody for saying things that they offend us, I just want to warn you right now. Trigger warning. This might offend you. Um, you know, the reason I'm doing this episode is because I honestly feel that we as a young generation have been lied to about truth. Whoa, okay, what did I just say right there? We've been lied to about truth. Because today I want to tell you three lies about truth. So that might seem like, are those contradictions? No, 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 no. These are, you can call it three myths about truth. But I just want to put it three lies about truth that you might be believing. So we're going to talk about each of them. There's going to be a lot of little, you know, sub points. We're going to talk uh, about just different, you know, applications of what it looks like and, and everything. But I really encourage you, listen to the entire thing. Sure, there might be a moment that you don't agree with me, but that's the whole point of hearing new perspectives, right? And new ideas is that if you don't agree with something, you don't just shut it down. We'll talk about that too, how that is happening. And then you don't just say, ah, you know what? You're a Christian. You're saying that because you're a Christian and that's it. No, listen to the entire thing because I think you'll be challenged. You'll be encouraged if you agree with me and I think I'll give you some good tools uh, to stand up for what truth actually is. And if you are believing one of these lies, maybe it will challenge you to change your mind. Possibly, possibly. So, with that being said, man, this is your first episode. Like this guy's going hard. Yeah, maybe, may- maybe I'm going a little bit hard. And uh, some of the things that we'll be talking about in this episode require its own episode. Okay, so I can't say everything in like 20, 25 minutes. Um, you know, I can go into more detail in some other episodes, but for now, I think just kind of giving the overview will work. So here are three lies about truth. Lie number one is that good intentions determine truth. Lie number two is that the amount of people that believe something determines the truth. And lie number three is that truth cares about your feelings. Yes, truth cares about your feelings. And there's also th- three lies, but let me give you a little bit of setup. You see, right now it, it's very interesting because some have said that we live in a postmodernist modernist truth. We have to look a little bit into the history of the search for truth and what to understand what truth really is. Because one of the things that that we have to to understand is way back, like we're not, okay, how do I say this? For some reason, I don't know if you're looking at Instagram, but apparently everyone's woke right now, right? Like everyone's like woke, like 2020, man, people got woke, people got... Um, cares now about about discrimination and racism because back then nobody apparently cared about it but now we care about it we care about truth we care about justice and all because 2020 got us all woke and we're the most we're the' we're the most uh, truth searchers out there starting from 2020 everyone back 1800s, 1700s, 1600s man they didn't know anything about truth because truth is just something that that, you, dis, that uh, you, you create, you know, you find your own truth. Now, if that all confused you, exactly, that's my point. It's a little bit confusing because we have to understand that truth, let's take the ancient Greeks, for example. The ancient Greeks like Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, they all understood that that truth was something that's outside of us that can can be found. It can be discovered. And it was usually through the laws of logic, right? The law of non-contradiction and, and several other ones. If you haven't studied the laws of logic, I encourage you to take a look. I know I'm still studying it. I, I don't know everything. But from what I've already understood is that the laws of logic really help you see what is truth because if something is illogical or it has an, a logical fallacy to it then it's not true because it breaks the laws of logic and now apparently we don't really care about the laws of logic and we can contradict ourselves and somehow i don't, I don't know people we'll give examples we'll give examples our problems we're not going to talk in hyperboles we're not going to generalize things as much as i can but now now we don't discover truth, right? We create truth. It's my personal truth. Truth is no longer out there as something objective, but it is just a subjective experience to it, right? Everyone, Everyone's just talking about your experience and your truth. That, that's why you even had Oprah Winfrey as an example. I believe it, it might have been, an, um, was it the Grammys or the Oscars? Might have been the Oscars. Wait, that's not the grandma. She doesn't sing. Uh, it's happened the Oscars or one of like the um, Golden Globe? It might have been a Golden Globe because she's in TV. But she said, you know, find your truth. Well, as the great uh, news commentator Ben Shapiro said, is that there is no such thing as your truth. There's your opinion in the truth. And I think that's exactly correct. That's exactly correct, because we live right now in a society where th- where they think that your opinion is truth, which is not, by the way. Your example, your experience, you know, it has some truth, of course, but whenever you want to make objective um, propositions, objective propositions about the real world, not just your own personal experience, about the real world, then you need truth behind it, you need facts behind it and apparently we live in a world that doesn't care too much about facts if they're uncomfortable or if they don't go with your what is famous right now the word narrative right if they don't go with what you want or if they disagree with your fundamental ideas or presuppositions so stay tuned with me stay tuned let's go to the first lie first lie is a good intentions determine truth right this is like this is when people say oh my gosh he has such a good heart he must be, what he must be saying is true because he has such a good heart. You know, good, good intentions do not determine truth because it's just like the same way that you can, you can lie through a smile. Right here, I can smile and I can lie at your face. Why? Because whether you have a smile or a frown or a good intention doesn't necessarily determine truth. Good intentions are great, right? And especially if, if you're making the claim, like, you're saying, oh, I'm the most wonderful person, I never think about myself, but you're saying that with a bad intention, as if to bring people, bring attention to yourself? Sure, yeah, that can show something, but just because someone has a good intentions or or is good at the heart, doesn't mean what they say is actually true. I, another way of putting this is good intentions or good credentials, right? Just because a per- person is famous, especially celebrities, look, I love celebrities in their place, just like anyone else, like Celebrities are, a lot of times, they're actors or they're singers, so I appreciate them when they act and when they sing, but not when they try to make moral claims without evidence or just claims outside of their field without evidence. I'll give you an example. Let's uh, take, and this is a little bit of an older example, Richard Dawkins, right? Richard Dawkins is one of the leading atheists still alive. He's quite the scientist, and look, cool deal. He's quite the scientist. However, he's not the philosopher, and he's not the historian, so... There's a book called The God Delusion, which sold a lot of copies, but was highly criticized. And I'm not just saying this from believers, but from unbelievers themselves, from agnostics and everything, because he was going out of his field completely. He knows science, but he does not know theology, and he does not know philosophy very well. So he tried to kind of go into that terrain with some bad assumptions, with the bad logic and bad theology and bad philosophy, and actual philosophers and actual theologians called him out for it. This is the same with everyone else. You know, we have celebrities for example. It feels um did you see oh my gosh, what was his name? I need to look this guy up. Give me one second. I got to look this guy up that he just made fun of everyone at the Oscars. Remember? Oscars uh Burns. I'm going to just put Burns. Um okay, give me one second. I got to I got to find this What's his name? He's a comedian. He's one of the comedians, comedian making fun of people at the Oscars. Look, I got this. I got this. Are you ready? What? I cannot find this guy. I don't know. I don't know what's his name. He's a British actor. He's a a British actor, but also a comedian, and uh, he totally made fun of all the actresses and actors and celebrities during the Oscars. Right? He was just making because the Oscars have become somewhat like of a political stage. Right? The the actors come up and they're like, "Well," and because this is good intentions, right? They have good intentions, so like, well, first thing I just want to say thank you to everyone. and i want to use my stage to bring awareness for for uh, just the, uh, the climate right now that is burning up and we have to um you know we have to protect against blah 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 and then they talk about this and they talk about that and they talk about all these topics that they don't really have evidence for but because they're celebrities we're supposed to pay attention to them and because they say them in such a nice way and i'm sure they have good intentions they must be right no they are not right Just because someone has good intentions doesn't mean they're right and doesn't mean it's true. How do we know that things are true? It's because of logic. It's logic and common sense. It's objective truth to do it. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you an example. Here's something about an objective truth. Mathematics, for example, is pretty objective, right? Two plus two equals four. No matter who you are, no matter if you have bad intentions and you're, you're adding two piles of cocaine with two piles of cocaine and then you're selling them off to a young kid and getting him addicted those are bad intentions however objective truth is still the same right two plus two equals four or you can be the nicest guy adding money for charity but the objective truth of mathematics remains the same regardless of intentions so it's the same with just any other truth claim that good intentions don't necessarily determine it to be true or false it is because of the objectivity and the logical consistency of it. Now, there's a couple of things that Rabbi Zacharias, the late and great Rabbi Zacharias had, had talked about this. Like, how do you know something's true, right? One thing is logical cons- consistency. And then I think the other one's uh, empirical adequacy. And then one is true is experiential relevance, right? Is it actually real in, does it work in the real world? we we'll, we'll go back to that in a second. So that's the first lie about truth is that good intentions good intentions determine the truth and I, we can't see this more until right now especially with everything going on um, with the protests and and after the murder of, of George Floyd and now I mean I can't go one day without someone on Instagram posting something about a, a, another race issue or another thing and it's usually it's usually very blank bland bla blatant blatant. blatant. Blunt, thank you. Um, it's usually very blunt statements, right? Blunt statements. I, I saw, I saw a post the other day that said, um, "It said, what did I say? Said, uh, I'm, I'm totally losing my word. Okay, yeah, rape is evil. Repost this because if you don't repost this, you believe that rape is good." I'm watching I know who's I know who saw this post. It's like, okay, wait, wait a second. We all know that rape is evil. Like why but why do you have to force people to post something that's like obviously true. You know, and and we see this, we see this with people just because it, you know, obviously rape is definitely evil. It's horrendous. You know, anybody who rapes is just a horrible person and they really need Jesus in their life. And it's a horrible thing. But now we're seeing people, not only with that, which it actually happens to be true, but we saw, for example, again, trigger warning, trigger warning. We saw um, statements, right? Like, okay, let's just say, uh lebron james and i mentioned this in our podcast lebron james and others have said that black people are being hunted down by the time they step out of the house which that is completely wrong it's statistically inaccurate statistically wrong usually that's that's connected to not just white people uh in general but that's usually, you uh, connected to the police now again i encourage you to do your study and do your research because that is one that's statistically incorrect and people are like, oh, whatever, statistics are numbers, but I know this person or that person. No, I agree. Anytime the police brutality happens, it's absolutely horrible, but we actually need evidence, like we need facts. So that leads me to the second thing. The second lie about truth is that the amount of people that believe something determines the truth. So if a lot of people believe something, it must be true, right? Uh, not quite. There's, there, there's a fallacy there because guess what? If a lot of people were jumping off the cliff, you wouldn't do it either, right? Or I'm going to give you an example. Most of the South, if not all the South, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to make the generalization, you know, in the 1800s and around that time, believed that slavery was completely fine, right? And they practiced slavery. A lot of the South did. Did that make it okay? Obviously not, right? There's There's a moral reason like that is not right because we're all created in the image of God, regardless of your race, regardless of your color, we all have value and worth and not a white person is better than a black person or a black person is greater than the white person. That all seems pretty obvious. But if we take the analogy that just because a lot of people are doing something, it must be true. And you saw this. Again, you saw this and you see this now. A lot of people are just jumping on the bandwagon of what's called um, identity politics, right? Or um I look up Jordan Peterson's and, uh, explanation about this and, and intersectionality. That's what I call it, Intersectionality. Where now your politics or anything about you is just your identity, right? So if you're if you're gay, you must think this way. If you're black, you must vote Democrat. If you're white, then you're obviously Republican. Or if you're if you're straight, then you're obviously homophobic. You know, all these things are called identity politics. And it's completely wrong because we're all individuals. So when you have a lot of people just jumping on the bag- bandwagon and jumping on the bandwagon of like, if you don't post hashtag Black Lives Matter, you're a racist, you're a bigot, and you obviously hate black people okay what what okay wait i'm sorry where did that come from like why are we just making assumptions and judgments of of everyone all of a sudden like that because we see everyone doing it so they're like i mean they must be right i mean a lot of people you know you have projects like the 1619 project you have a lot of celebrities you have a lot of people with good intentions man they have good intentions but they're blatantly throwing out bad facts. Now, I'm only talking about police brutality and all that because that's just happened recently, but you take that with anything. I mean, the 1619 Project, uh, 1618, 16, 1618 Project. I want to make sure I'm I'm talking about that right. So, the 1618 Project is to getting a lot, of, um, a lot of clout. It has a lot of clout. I'm pretty sure I did not. Uh, yeah, 1618 Project. If you don't know about it, you might have listened to the podcast, is actually number two on the political podcast right now. And I know a lot of people who listen to it, again, but just because a lot of people listen to it doesn't make it true. Now, what I've researched so far, Ben Shapiro does a great job in analyzing more and as well as a great fellow professor at Harvard. I don't have his name, but Ben Shapiro had an interview with him where they talk about the 1618 Project in some of his historical, um, that historical... Yeah, that they're not facts, historical myths that, that it, it tries to promote, such as the independence war being a war about keeping slaves or slavery. It's like, okay, come on. No, that, that's a complete lie. Okay, that's a complete lie. Now again, you might totally disagree with me. You're like, no, Andrew, you're totally wrong. But again, good intentions or the amount of people that believe something doesn't determine it true. You have to look at the facts. You have to look at what's actual reality in in what's logically consistent. Okay, here's the last thing: is that truth is comfortable, or uh, I love this that uh, truth cares about your feelings. I'm sorry. Uh, ben Shapiro said this and and you know I really i want I want to give you some great um, resources to listen to and again uh, i t- I spoke to a good friend of mine which we were talking about a podcast that I had done and and we were talking about it and he kind of just just mentioned. And I said, well, you know, what do you think about it? He mentioned, well, it was it's just a typical conversation, you know, with someone that's a Republican and supports Trump. And, and yeah, that's true. But no matter if it's someone who identifies themselves, like you can say, Oh, you know, you're you're gay, so you obviously support uh, LGBTQ. Okay, but that doesn't mean he's wrong, right? Or you're a Christian, so you're obviously against homosexuality. But that doesn't mean I'm wrong, right? You have to look at the facts. You have to look at the evidence. Or you're white, so you don't believe that police brutality is, some, is a rampant um, problem against the black community. And it's one of the most dangerous things towards a black man is that a cop can, um, uh, what's his name? That the cop can can shoot him disproportionately to a white person is not because I'm white it's just because it's facts and it's statistics right it's not that has nothing to do with with me and with truth that doesn't care about your feelings this is the thing usually um we we like to say that because we're offended that means we're right when something offends me it must not be true right and Ben Shapiro said this that truth doesn't care about your feelings and facts don't care about your feelings like I'm sorry about that they 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 don't they 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 don't care as much as you have good intentions or something. If the facts don't agree with you and they offend you, it's still true. It's still, it might make you uncomfortable, but that doesn't make it false in, in any way. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give an example. Again, trigger warning, trigger warning. As a Christian, I believe that Jesus is the only way, right? And people are like, oh my gosh, that's so intolerant. How can you say that? That's so intolerant to everyone else. Okay, when we're talking about tolerance as an example, everyone's trying to promote tolerance, right? Be tolerant of everyone. But the moment you're tolerant of something you're intolerant of something else. Okay? For example, let's take everything that's going on right now with the LGBTQ+, I might have missed a letter. Again, if you identify yourself as a member of that group, don't don't get mad at me if I let, if if I missed a letter. But the whole idea is like, we have to be tolerant to the LGBT. Are you a Christian? How dare you? How dare you be a Christian? So people now in the world are intolerant against Christians. They're intolerant against a conservative idea. They're intolerant against apparently facts and many times. But it's all in the name of tolerance, right? It's all in the name of tolerance. We have to be tolerant about everyone, except if you're white, except if you're straight, and except if you're a dude. And especially if you're a white, straight Christian. Dude. Then you're, you know what? We're definitely not tolerant of you because you're just pure bigoted, bigotedness. You're true. You're pure bigotedness. And so, the last thing that I, I want to leave with this. So, those were the three lies: that good intentions determine truth, not true; and that the amount of people require the, the amount of people that believe something really determines it should be true, not necessarily true. If you use that logic, then Christianity is automatically truth because it has the most followers. But it gives you a good reason to pay attention, right? Because there's so many followers. But the truth of Christianity is not in the numbers of believers, but it's in the fact of the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus. That is the truth of Christianity. Now, one thing that we have, I can't, can't finish this episode without mentioning it. Okay, an idea is separate than the person. And this happens, and I want to talk about this last thing. This episode might go a little bit longer than my usual ones by myself, but I have to spend time on this, is that an idea is separate than the person. Right now, we live in the time where the person's ideas and their worth are somehow mixed in. Not true at all. All people are created equal, equal, but not all ideas are created equal. I'm going to say that again. Not all ideas are created equal. I saw this post going on whenever there was the argument of hashtag Black Lives Matter or hashtag All Lives Matter, right? And supposedly the All Lives Matter people were like, you know, you don't get what's going on and everything. And I saw a post that said this. It was like a conversation between someone who, who said Black Lives Matter and someone who said All Lives Matter. And the, so the guy All Lives Matter said, hashtag all lives matter and the guy's like really all lives matter what about the syrian refugees and the guy's like well well yeah but but they they can't come to the u.s all lives matter what 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 about uh what about the lgbtq community and they was like well the bible says this well what about people in welfare well i'm not paying for people to stay on poverty okay that was a gross gross misunderstanding of all that that was a huge conflation of, of what a, the person's worth is and what their ideas are and what's actually true. So I want to explain this super well. Just because I disagree with the lifestyle of someone who's gay or someone who who is transgender or just because I think that a man, a biological man is a man and he might identify as a woman but that he's still a biological man does not mean I don't think he has worth. He's God created that person just as He created me, and He has the image of God, and He is loved by God and as much as lo- God loves me. Now, I hope that person turns to God and receives that ide- his true identity from God, but that doesn't mean he's right. It doesn't mean that just because you identify as a woman, you are a woman. No, there are facts and there is such a thing called biology, but you still have worth. Just because there are people in welfare and someone else, someone wants to say, you know, let's change the welfare system because it's kind of incentivizing people to stay in poverty. What if we say, well, are you saying that those who stay in welfare don't have, don't have worth? No, I'm not saying that. They have worth. What about the Syrian refugees? They have worth. What about the illegal immigrant? Um, yeah, they're, they're illegal. They don't have documents, but they have worth. And we should respect. We should take care of them. Like if anyone, does that mean they're legal? No, that doesn't mean they're legal. There are facts and there's evidence and there's truth. But that doesn't mean that they, you don't have worth. So this whole idea of conflating worth in ideas, is, it's a complete nonsense. I'm sorry. It's, it's total nonsense. So let's not live that way. Let's not believe the three lies about truth. Let's not just think because someone has good intentions, that doesn't mean... That they're necessarily saying the truth. We have to look by facts. We have to look at logic. We have to look at evidence. And that determines if something is true. Not because of how many people believe it. Or because it offends you. Or because you feel... You you, you just know that it has to be true. No, not necessarily it. So I want to leave you with that. Because remember this. Here's something about truth. And and I don't want to leave this on on, on a downer note. Because I do think that if we're going to be objective about truth... If we're gonna be objective about truth, it requires us to be brave, and to be courageous because we live in a time when we're labeled everything when people disagree with us. You're a bigot, you're a homophobe, you're a, a hypocrite, whatever it is. But if you really wanna know truth, if you wanna be objective about truth, the first thing you, that you have to understand is that it is completely outside of yourself. Truth is outside of yourself. So I challenge you to take the step of bravery, be courageous and be objective about truth. We'll see you in the next episode of the Andrew Macho.